African Dialogue, looking at different events in depth, discussing a variety of issues. What we see here is a clear violation of one, the right to privacy of Tiwonge and uh, Stephen. The position of Greenpeace is that it's been a disappointing meeting. Good morning and uh, welcome uh, to the Monday edition of African uh, Dialogue uh, here on uh, Channel Africa. I am uh, Kumbaro Munjerere. We are currently on the frequency 9625 kilohertz on the 31 meter band to Southern Africa. We, of course, are coming to you live from, uh, you know, the cloudy Johannesburg this morning. Now, former Mozambican guerrilla leader Alfonso Tlakama, who was due to run for the presidency next year, died more than a week ago, aged 65. Tlakama, who headed the former rebel Mozambique National Resistance Renamo movement, was found dead in the central town of Gorongosa. Some analysts uh, are saying that his death can actually have major political implications for the country. Well, to help us unpack this, uh, we are joined on the line by Zineida Machado. She is uh, the Angola and Mozambique researcher in the Africa Division at Human Rights Watch and Eduardo Namborete, External Affairs Secretary for Renamo Party. And last but not least, we are joined here in studio by Milton Maluleke. He is a journalist and uh, my colleague here at uh, Channel Africa. Thank you all uh, for joining us uh, this morning. Hello, can you hear me? Zineida Eduardo, can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you as well. All right. Welcome. Let me me start with you, Zineida. Now, the sudden death of Alfonso Tlakama and the leader of uh, the Mozambican National Resistance uh, Renamo Party has created both uh, risks and opportunities for his party and uh, the country. This is according to some observations. Now, a mixed legacy that Tlakama is leaving behind here. How would you describe Alfonso Tlakama's legacy, Zineida? In short, I would describe him as a man who uh, used unconventional means, at times violence, uh, to challenge the abuse by the ruling party, Selemo, and to somehow force the entire country to move into their democratic state. But he's also a former landlord who witnesses and has sometimes orders uh, is militia on the ground to commit serious human, human rights abuses that are yet to be, uh, uh, um, uh, we are yet to have people being held responsible for those abuses. So his militia, most of them, have committed serious abuses and with impunity. But what, what impact do you think his passing is likely to have on the body politic of Mozambique, Zineda? I think his is 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 passing is an opportunity for Mozambicans to reflect in a series of things, including national reconciliation, the need for justice for victims of abuses from both sides, not just Renam, even the government forces, and uh, also an opportunity for Renam itself as a political party to renew itself and to abandon the arms. Um, and engage into politics of civilians 
um, and allow Mozambique to finally move into a definitive uh, democratic state where Mozambicans can enjoy uh, peace, stability, and uh, accountability for abuses that are committed against them. Let me bring you in here, Milton. Uh, you know, Jakama had been hiding since 2013 in the remote Gorongosa Mountains as a sporadic conflict again erupted in that country. Some are now saying that uh, his death will pave way for a long-lasting uh, peace and stability in Mozambique, just like what we have seen in Angola after Jonas Savimbi died in that country. Do you share this sentiment, Milton? First of all, I would like to send my condolences to Jakama's family and to the Renamo party, saying that uh, this can be actually a good uh, time for change. Uh, for example, we have seen it uh, when uh, Samora Michelle died. Uh, I, I read something from the uh, professor, uh, Mozambican professor uh, Elisio Makamo, saying that they are good thing bad things that happen for good actually he, he brought he brought back uh at that time when uh, mozambique lost his first president he said we saw more changes after the death of samora michelle because president chisano for example he negotiated uh, the peace the peace deal with renamo it can happen also to renamo we we we, we will see how they will play uh, from now uh, because we know that uh, Renamo has two wings so anyway we have to find someone who will unite, unite the, the, the two wings actually and uh, uh, continue uh, to do what uh, was been uh, was, was announced in February when uh, President um, Nusi and Jakama announced the, the ceasefire uh, so uh, the new president also uh, interim president sorry if uh, Renamo's interim, interim president he said that they will continue with what uh, um, Jakama and the news agreed that is the peace so anyway Renamo uh, will see in, in, in the future what the, 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 the party will do but do you think it's going to be easy, though, Milton, uh, to unite these uh, parties, the two parties, given the history that, uh, you know, this, uh, these two parties have? How easy will it be for these two parties to, um, you know, unite and move the country forward? I won't say that it's two parties. One party is Renamo. The only thing that they have is uh, two wings. That is uh, uh, the, the political side, actually, that uh, most of them, they're intellectuals, and we have uh, the... the, the um, army side that are those uh, generals and those who fought in the civil civil war so what i'm saying is that uh, we have to have someone who will uh, unite these two because uh, if they they don't choose well they can divide themselves so anyway we have to find someone who will have a common ground with those two 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 uh, mm-hmm. fractions and then will uh, actually uh, continue to negotiate because now renamo uh, and the government they were ne- they were negotiating the um integration of 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 those uh, of of those uh, uh men or <laughs> the militia to the uh, uh, uh to the police or to the the the, the sure. uh, to the national uh, defense force so i believe that if that part of the deal is made will have a one uh, uh, renamo that can actually move forward with those uh, 
move forward in in the modern 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 era because sure. we cannot have a party who, who has a two fractions we have a, a militia we have a, a political side and we we have a one constitution that allows only one uh, force Zenaida, do you think it will be easy to get somebody from Marinamo to actually unite uh, the two, faction, two factions that uh, uh, my colleague here is talking about? How easy will it, will it be to get somebody who is going to unite this, uh, these two factions within uh, Renamo? I, 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 don't, I don't think I agree with the fact that they are disunited. Um, they are a united front under one leader. They were until Kakama died. Uh, and, and, uh, and my position has always been that uh, what you have in Mozambique, uh, and especially on Renamo, is a political part that makes political gains uh, by using the military side as leverage in negotiations. Uh, what needs to happen within Renamo is uh, either they transform themselves, they, they, they have to go through a long and serious process of transformation, in which they are able to, to, to use other means of leverage and negotiation that is not violence and uh, the, the, the undoing of the party. That's point number one. Uh, the point number two is they, they need to have a leader who is capable of, uh, within any process of reform inside the party, uh, cater for those who are in the bush. Because that's one point that is also very important to, to discuss. Uh, the armed men of Renamo are not necessarily a group of men who have uniforms and guns and are formally known. Yes, there is a formal word that everybody knows about that they were allowed to keep after the 1992 peace deal. But most of the gunmen who fight for Renamo are, are uh, traditional miners, are farmers, are, are unemployed people in regions of the of the country where. They've been marginalized for many years, where they've not had access to basic infrastructure. I mean, if you go to Gorongozo, or most of the Sofala province, outside the urban areas, there's no electricity, there's no water, there's no hospitals, schools are far away from children. So these people have, for many years, lived isolated. Mostly, Trelimu is to blame, because as the ruling party, they should have found a way of integrating these people in the society. So these are people who feel marginalized. And because they're marginalized and they don't have any other solution for their life, it's very easy for them to identify themselves with the fight of Renamo and volunteer to fight, including using guns to kill each other, to kill their next neighbor. What needs to happen within Renamo is an engagement with the state, with the ruling party, in a way to make sure that these people are integrated in the society and they feel part of the Mozambican state so that they don't feel encouraged to go back and grab their guns, and fight each other. Uh, now, on the question you asked me on whether it's possible for an arm to do that, I, I don't know. The uncertainty is around the Renam, the death of Yakam, is that uh, many people don't believe that there is inside Renam anyone who can uh, very well sit on the shoes of Yakam. This is a question that needs to be put to Renamo itself. Renamo is the one that should come and answer to all of us whether they have the ability to to continue to be a relevant political party because they are relevant political sure. party. I don't think the democracy in Mozambique can work without it. Uh, but 
make sure that those men in the bush will not continue in the bush killing people uh, or, or waiting for a chance to fight. These people need to be integrated in the society. They are Mozambique. They are part of the society and they deserve to be treated by all right, uh, l- let me bring you in here, Mr. Namboreta. You are the External Affairs Secretary of uh, Rinamo Party. Just talk to us about Gakama, the vacuum that um, has now been created in politics of uh, Mozambique after his passing. What kind of impact do you think his death will have in uh, the body politic of uh, Mozambique? Well, the impact of his death is uh, expected for someone of his caliber. We wouldn't be uh, honest to ourselves to say that his death will not have an impact in the in the functioning of the party, in the functioning of the of Mozambique as a nation as such. We will not be honest to say that his death will just be, you know, a simple passing of. Uh, a human being. No, it will have an impact. For those who follow the history of this country, uh, they will agree with me that most of the changes that we are now witnessing, most of the freedoms that we're enjoying now is in a certain extent due to his, uh, to his struggle. It is very important to understand without emotion when we talk about conflict. There's no way you can have a conflict uh, with only one actor. The conflict always will have to bring two people from opposing sides. To say that Renamo uh, is killing people, I don't think that will be honest. Renamo men never took uh, guns just go around and kill people. Those people in the bush, the government knows why they're there. President Lakama went to the bush not because he enjoys or he enjoyed living in the bush. He was in town. If you do remember, he was in his home when he was suddenly surrounded by the army, and he felt insecure and he had to escape and move into the bush. He, before that, he has been, uh, you know, there has been several attempts uh, of killing him. At least on two occasions, he escaped. And that is the place where he was feeling safe, Unfortunately, his life also ended in, in that area. Of course, the country is now asking itself what's going to happen now because this was the man who was pulling together many sensibilities of this country and assuring that the government would not uh, put his um, heavy hand on the population, that the freedoms of the people would not be restrained that all the gains that we had since 1992 when we signed the peace agreement, they will, be, uh, they will continue to be uh, enjoyed in this country. Now he is gone, but his legacy is there. Mozambique is now a relatively free country. It is enjoying, even though slowly, but we are moving into a stable democracy somehow. And of course, all those are the things that he fought for, and it's up to us, not only, not only Renamo members, but the Mozambicans. It's so, up to all the Mozambicans to pursue this dream of having a free country, a democratic country. For the party, it is the same that happens in any family. You lose a father, the family will have to come together and take decisions of who is going to do what, how are we going to move, and this is a process 
that we are going to, we just left, we just let our leader to rest in his home village uh, just a few days ago, and now we will get together and sit and analyze and discuss how we should proceed, having in mind what are the issues that he was fighting for. Now, do you think uh, his passing will actually pave uh, way for a long-lasting peace and stability in Mozambique, uh, Mr. Nambureta, given uh, the history that we know of uh, these uh, two parties, uh, uh, Rinamo and Frelimo? He was leading a process together with the President Nusi, and according to the speech of President Nusi, and according to the talks also that uh, from some time we'll have with the leader himself, this process was moving towards its conclusion. And we believe that the speech of President Nusi saying that he will continue on the same path that was working with the President Lakama, and we also believe that there is no interest on breaking all the consensus that has been achieved so far. So we will walk the same path and if this is the commitment of the government, it is also the commitment of Renamo to proceed with this negotiation process to a good term. If we do so, we believe that even without him, without President Lakama alive, everything that he fought for, all the agreements that he had reached with President Nusi will be pursued. In doing so, we believe that that is the way we can ensure that Mozambique will reach a point where we don't discuss anymore all those issues that have been opposing Renamo and Frelimo and will be moving towards a stable and a peaceful country. Now, some are saying uh, that uh, Lakama's uh, departure could potentially weaken uh, President News um, and as a result cause uh, problems for uh, Frelimo uh, uh, Milton. Do you share this sentiment? Anyway, uh, it's very difficult to give a straight answer to that question, but I'll say that uh, President Inusi is facing within this party uh, uh, opposition, uh, especially when we, we go to the uh, National Assembly, the Parliament, where uh, actually um, they are not backing uh, those, uh, those, those agreements that they reach with the, with the, with the Renamo. So anyway, we'll, we'll see actually who comes and leads uh, uh, Renamo, how good he is. Uh, if he, he gonna, you will feel uh, the, the shoes of Lakama and uh, actually help or together with President News, they, they, they reach an agreement that uh, can, can help uh, to reconcile and to uh, integrate all Mozambicans, as one of, of the speakers said it. Uh, because what we are, we are seeing now is like we, 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 we don't forgive each other. We, that's the main issue in Mozambique, even since the, the end of the, of, the, of the war. And it's one of the major problems that makes actually that we don't enjoy for, for long the peace that we, 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 we all uh, desire. Mm-hmm. Let me bring you in here, Zineida. Uh, Mr. Namboreta has been talking about the peace negotiations that are being held uh, between uh, Rinamo and uh, Frelimo, hoping that maybe some kind of uh, long-lasting stability will be achieved as a result of uh, this uh, negotiation process. What do you think about these negotiation processes? Do you think uh, they are going to be held in good faith now that uh, uh, Mr. Takama is no more? Well, that's where I always cast my doubts. The thing about these negotiations is that they've always been about two men. 
So one of the men is no longer there now. It's only the word of one that is valid. So even before uh, Mr. Jakama passed away, we already saw him in some interviews denying that he had accepted or conceded to some of the issues that had been made public. My concern is that any process of uh, uh, looking for peace and achieving sustainable peace cannot be uh, organized in secret, in private. It must involve all Mozambicans. We have had the experience of the first 1992 peace bill. Although we had many people involved in it, there were serious things that were never done after the process of peace. And today, the Mozambicans, it's still possible to feel the consequences of keep, uh, uh, skipping steps. For example, there was never a process of national reconciliation. A lot of people went back to their regions. They've been forced to live with the next uh, person who somehow uh, killed their cousin and, 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 and husband or so on. Uh, we have never had a process of uh, uh, a commission of inquiry like the one that happened in South Africa, for example, where people have the possibility and the chance to, to discuss what exactly happened during 16 years. Mozambique did not have those processes. And what we see right now is that we are again engaging to a process of peace deal where uh, how the discussions around how it was possible to achieve some of the, the, uh, of the uh, agreement is not known. And there are lots of things that are not part of the discussions. I have not heard whether this process of peace includes, for example, justice and accountability. I have not heard whether this process of peace uh, discussion includes national reconciliation. I have not heard whether this process of peace deal includes uh, wealth distribution and fair wealth distribution among all Mozambicans. I have not heard, for example, whether this process of peace includes a better integration of many marginalized Mozambicans across the country. Says, I'm, I'm happy to have Namburet on the other side of the line. He's from Renamu. Maybe can educate us, illuminate us, and tell us what is it exactly that it's been discussed so far, and how is it that it beneficiates all Mozambicans, not just those who either follow Frelimu or follow Renamu. Mozambique is made of 25 million people at least. And not all of these people are involved in politics. Not all of these people are followers of uh, the ruling party and Renamo party. Okay, uh, just to hold it for now because we will take a quick uh, break. When we return, we will continue with our discussion. Stay with us. Channel Africa has good news for you. We have extended our reach. If you have an iPad or iPhone, download the Channel Africa iOS app at itunes.apple.com. If you have a cell phone, then get our Android app at Google Store. Get the latest news from Africa. Get the Channel Africa app. Channel Africa, bringing you the African perspective.
Welcome back. You are listening to the African Dialogue here on Channel Africa. And today we are talking about the political situation in Mozambique after the passing of opposition leader Afonso Dlakama. So let me bring you in here, Mr. Namureta. Zineida spoke earlier before the break that uh, ordinary people are not actually being involved in the peace negotiations that you spoke about earlier, that uh, these talks are usually usually held secretly without uh, uh, the involvement of ordinary Mozambicans. Uh, how do you respond to that, Mr. Namboreta? Well, I do understand the anxiety of many people getting involved in, uh, in these discussions. But we must understand uh, that what is being discussed in this process, there are two concrete issues. One is the issue of decentralization, and more precisely, the issue of the election of governors. This coming from the previous experiences where one party has been consistently winning in certain constituencies, but with no opportunities to rule in those provinces. The second issue is the military issue, which has to do with the armed man, Omranamo, that has been forced to early retirement from the army and the integration of those who were left in the bush from the peace agreement of 92, which was supposed to be integrated in the police, which has never, uh, has, has never been since then. So those are the two issues that the two parties are discussing. I would like to see more involvement of other people but I really don't see how the ordinary citizen will be involved in the discussion on how the army should be organized. Because those are the two that discussed and agreed this same issue in 92. It was not accomplished, and the issue is coming back again to the table to see if this can be resolved once for all. And those are the two that have to deal with this issue in particular. I really do understand the cry of many people wanting to get involved in the process. I believe that when the time comes to discuss the issue of national uh, involvement, the distribution uh, of resources and all these things, definitely people will have to be engaged in that discussion. It is not true to say that this discussion has been happening only between two people. President Musi said in his uh, a speech um, just a few days during the the ceremony, the, the official ceremony of the, the funeral of President Lakama. He's, he made that statement that he has been discussing with the President Lakama, but there are commissions uh, involved in this, and there are also people who are not in the commission, but sure. they are working with them in the back uh, of this process. So it's not true that this is the only issue. I mean, it's the issue being dealt between the two men, and now that one of them is dead, we will all have to relay on the word of, of President Newsy. Sure. It's not correct. There are information, there are records, there are people involved. It's not correct to say that we will only rely on the, the words of President Newsy, because he's aware of that, that he do it, because sure. there are witnesses, there are records, there are people who knows about this process. It is, it, it will be... Uh, fair enough 
to have everyone. But you have to understand that negotiation sometimes it's not all about involving the whole assembly to discuss sure. about. L- let me l- let me bring in here Zenaida. Zenaida, how do you respond to that? I, 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 would, I would love to know who are the mediators of the process and uh, why is it that we don't know them by name? Mr. Nambreta. Well, I think Zenaida is asking something that I cannot answer you. Why not, you, Mr. You Nambreta? Know, you know exactly that this process did not start today. We have been having this negotiation since 2013. We had the Sanu uh, process and then we had the Avenida process. And in all those processes, we knew who were the mediators. We knew who were the parties involved. But there's a lot of pressure from both sides. Sure. Exactly because those people are known. When they leave the room, they find pressure from their own constituencies. They find pressure from the public. They find pressure from elsewhere. But who so are the, the key in... They have sure. agreed that for us to proceed without that pressure from the media, from the civil society, or from anyone. We should continue our discussion. And when we reach a point where we believe that it should be shared with the larger uh, audience, then we can inform people what we have agreed. This is the strategy that the two leaders have agreed to pursue. It's not up to me to say whether they are right or wrong, but at least I can say that there are results coming out. So you we have it, it, now a proposed bill in the parliament, on decentralization, and we have also progress being made on the military issues. So you can't tell us in terms of who the key interlocutors uh, of uh, these peace uh, negotiations are? I don't know them. President Newsy mentioned he did not give names. All right, let me bring in uh, Milton here. What do you read into this situation? Uh, You know, we had Elia Zineda saying that uh, people of Mozambique are not actually being involved in the peace uh, negotiations, that these talks are being held in secret. What is your understanding of exactly what is happening there in as far as uh, these uh, peace talks are concerned? Uh, as Zenaida said, actually I have to uh, agree in some points that she, she actually raised because we were um, familiarized with the with the first one that happened, uh, if I'm not mistaken, in 2013 uh, when they were uh, uh, actually having those discussions and I don't know how many rounds it went on and on and on and then they didn't even reach any and an, um, a substance uh, agreement. We, 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 we actually we, we the media, civil society, the other uh, um, uh, parts of this is Mozambican society. They were they were actually involved because we saw bishops in there. We saw uh, a civil society also uh, having a say in those 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 those. Uh, uh, peace agreements, but now we see a time where only President Newsy and uh, the the deceased uh, Renamo's uh, president uh, negotiating together. We we can't even say if if there are other people other people involved because we don't have that information. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's true that others are feel f- feeling behind, sure. uh, especially because even the parties we 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 had David Mango, the president of. The, the the third uh, major party one of those days complaining like we we are left behind but we are represented in in the parliament mm. which means is a uh, two uh, parties negotiating this deal and um, 
okay, I understand that is a, is, a, is a military site involved and uh, others they cannot have a say, but I, I disagree with that because you can find the people who are not uh, in this society, people actually who studied those, those things who can give an input. So which means uh, we have uh, uh, to trust each other uh, sure. and uh, involve each other in those kind of, of, of negotiations because it's not a future of two parties, it's a future of all of us as Mozambicans. Mm-hmm. Now, some of observers... Yes, but mil- I can come in. Y- yes, come in, uh, Mr. Nambret. Just to make a correction here. Sure. It's not true to say that there are not people involved. If Zenaida uh, can hear me well, you will agree with me that at least you heard that they are experts working with the commission, right? There is a commission on decentralization. There is a commission on military issues, which has been supported by expert people who are not necessarily military, but they have knowledge on those issues. People who are not in the parliament, who are not political, uh, involved in, in terms of political parties, but are working uh, with, with, with the commission. I can mention the name of uh, um, uh, sorry, the name now is, is disappearing from my mind. He's a professor from Eduardo Monjani University. Sure. He's a German uh, national, if I'm not wrong, working with the Swiss Development um, Corporation. He presented a paper on decentralization. And uh, MDM has also an opportunity during the process of the dialogue to present uh, a paper, a position on how for Mozambique. So it's not true that other people are not involved. All that they tried to do was to move from that uh, model of round uh, of dialogue where in each round of the discussions they will have to come and give us a briefing to the to, to the media to give a statement to the media. They they saw that this was not being too productive, and they needed a different strategy where they can do their work quietly and then present concrete results of what they have been discussing. MDM now that the bill is in the parliament, MDM is part of this parliament has made its contribution, it's participating on the discussion of the constitutional review on the bill of the decentralization. They have made their inputs, some were taken, some were not taken. This is the normal process. We cannot expect to have the all Mozambican involved directly on a specific issue such as the ones that are being discussed at this moment. Sure. Talk to us about the demobilization of your soldiers who have been holed out in Gorongosa Mountains. Briefly, as we wrap up, uh, Mr. Nambreta, have your soldiers completely uh, demobilized from the Gorongosa Mountains? The process is still being discussed on how this will happen. As you know, the process of DDI is not a one-time thing. And it's not just, you know, giving orders, say, look, all of you go home. This is a process that has to be uh, carried out very carefully because we're dealing with the people who have been in the bush for long. They cannot just leave and go home like nothing has happened. It has to be taken very seriously. So at this moment, what is being discussed is how this process 
process will be implemented. Sure. Who are those people, where they are, what are their conditions, health-wise, physical-wise? They are still fit to serve in the army or in the police, or they need to go home. If they go home, they go home to do what? And all those things have to be taken into consideration. Also, for Momada has been elected the interim leader of Rinamo. When is the new leader going to be uh, appointed? Well, for now, he has been appointed as the coordinator. In due time, the leaders have to come out of the Congress. So in due time, the party will organize itself and set the dates for the Congress. That is where the the leader will be uh, elected. For now, he's taking care of the business of the party until such a time when the, the bodies will uh, set the dates for the meetings and then elect the new leader. Zinaida, do you think the current political situation in Mozambique calls for a greater engagement from the international community and, and investors as, as we wrap up? I I, I feel a a bit uh, uh, fish out of the water when I'm asked that question because I'm not the right person to be uh, making any calls on whether uh, the country is or not prepared to receive investment. Mm -hmm. I think it's always been open for business and uh, the Mozambican people uh, um, need to have means of uh, survival and that business can only happen if there is a an economic growth, and of course, economic growth is the consequence of investment. Having said that, I do think that there is a lot of other things that the Mozambican state uh, itself needs to work on, especially when it comes to justice and accountability and the protection of their citizens and anyone who comes to Mozambique. Sure. Uh, the case of Renam is just one example where many people will perform uh, uh, in uh, but we have also seen several cases where um, allegedly sponsored individuals uh, kill people because of what they say or who they are, and there's no justice, there's no accountability. So we live in a state that is uh, 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 a, a danger, uh, that can put in danger their citizens, and of course whoever comes to the country to invest. So the Mozambican state is such needs to work very hard in improving their judicial system and and, and defense force. All right, unfortunately, this brings us to the end of today's edition of African Dialogue. I would like to thank uh, all my guests uh, for having participated on the program. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, remember, you can tune in again to Channel Africa to catch another informative installment of African Dialogue. Uh, the African Dialogue comes to you every Monday to Thursday at 1100 hours Central African time. You are welcome to interact with us via Twitter at Channel Africa, Facebook, or you can simply SMS your views to 0823-325-905. If you want to email us, you can do so at info at channelafrica.org. From me, Goodbye for now. Good news for listeners in America. You can now listen to Channel Africa by phoning 605-47-1711. So... 
If you're a Channel Africa listener in America, simply dial 605-47-1711. Channel Africa, giving you the African perspective.